is uh, almost as, or maybe even more joyful than, than receiving the gifts. Um, two of my children, they'll rename nameless, but they're my two youngest children, came to us today and said, can we, can we give ours today, our presents today? And uh, a lot of times, you know, giving gifts um, is uh, just a, a joyful experience. And I think that God, God is joyful in the giving of the gift of his son uh, when, he, when he gave his son Jesus Christ to us. But sometimes when we give gifts, things can go wrong. Uh, a while back, I, I found a list of bad gifts and Christmas fails. Sometimes gift giving just does not go as well as a person hopes. Uh, one person wrote this. He said, last year my dad had me wrap a coffee maker for my mom. And my mom had me wrap a coffee maker for my dad. I said nothing. Another person responded and said, my name is Eric. I had an aunt I'd never met send me a dress once, addressed to Erica. Oops. When I was younger, one of my family members, my, my brothers, uh, it, was, uh, it, it was our best Christmas ever. It was when my 10-year-old brother was, was given the freedom to go out into the mall by himself, and he wanted to choose his own presents, and he wanted it to be a complete surprise for everybody. And so he had a little bit of money, and he was set free to shop in the mall and, and get whatever he wanted to. And when we opened our presents on Christmas morning, every single gift was a gag gift. Mine was an ice cream scoop that popped when you hit a little you know, button and it hit you in the nose. Uh, gum wrappers that snap your fingers. You know, our family laughed so hard that year, and it was probably the best Christmas day that we had ever had, the, the joy we experienced as, as we opened presents, but also just experienced the joy of the person that was giving the presents. Someone shared once that their sister had asked their mom and dad, said, I'm not complaining or anything, but is this it? You know, people oftentimes, we lose sight of why we celebrate Christmas, don't we? And, and oftentimes we lose sight of the joy of the gift giver as well as receiving the gift. And as a result, for many, the holidays just become a, a marketing ploy for capitalism. Uh, I'd like us to consider that first Christmas night, the night to give, and consider what Luke tells us was given on that night when the angels appeared to the shepherds. And not, as, we, as we consider what was given to us, might we also consider the giver? And it's appropriate as we gather to worship and as we gather to celebrate the giving of God's Son for us to consider not only what he gave to us, but also the joy that, it, that he received, the joy that he had as he shared this gift to us. And so imagine with me being a shepherd. Imagine lying out among the stars with your sheep. The night air is cool, probably not as cool as what we have out there right tonight, this evening. The stars cover the sky, and besides the light that they put out, the evening is dark. And then all of a sudden, there's this great light. Can you imagine the contrast? Can you imagine the shock? Several years ago, I was traveling through Arkansas and Oklahoma with a, our, our youth group, and we hit an ice storm. It was so bad that we, we had to pull over at the next town. And uh, so we stopped at a Walmart, got some food, found a hotel that was still taking people, and... Um, got some shelter off of the road. It was cold, it was dark, there was, there was ice falling from the sky, uh, and we, as we walked out uh, from the store to our vehicle, there was this bright arc of light that appeared over the horizon. It, um, it, it had a radius about the size of a, radio, a, a, a rainbow, not a radio, that'd be really small, uh, about the size of a, of a rainbow, and it was enormous, it was bright green, it was this flash of light, I iridescent green, the color of antifreeze. 
and, and it lit up half the sky with this eerie glow. The contrast from dark to, to light, again, it left us for a few moments in, in a state of shock or, or fear. None of us knew what had happened, and what we witnessed was unlike anything that we had ever seen before. I, I imagine that the shepherds on that night, uh, those first few moments, it was unlike anything that they'd ever experienced. There was shock, there was fear. We, we learned later on that the ice had caused an electrical transformer to overload and, and it exploded. Um, and and it, the result was this lime green flash that was seen for miles, apparently. But even more spectacular than the appearance of, of this was an angel to the shepherds on that cold night. Not only was it an angel that appeared, but also the brilliance of God's Shekinah glory shone around the shepherds. And so understandably, they were afraid. This is a common response when God's glory or his messengers appears before men. You read through scripture and you see people that encounter uh, an encounter with God. They have an encounter with an, an angel bringing a message to them from, from the Lord. And they respond in, in fear. Luke doesn't just say that they were afraid, but these shepherds were filled with great fear. That's another way of saying that they were scared, absolutely spitless. But the first gift that God gave on that first Christmas night was the exchange of great fear for great joy. When God sent his son, Jesus Christ, he sent a savior, Messiah, the Lord, who was born that day in Bethlehem. The Messiah was the anticipation of every believing Jew who awaited God's provision for our salvation. Without, uh, without him, we have every reason to be afraid. We, we have we have reason to be afraid of God's glory. And we have reason to be afraid of standing before him because we fall so abundantly short of his righteous standard that he set for us, for our entrance into his kingdom, for us to satisfy his standards. The brightness of the glory that shone around the shepherds not only startled them in the dark, but it also would have shown them a brief glimpse of their creator. And without a savior, they had every reason to be afraid. But one of God's gifts to us, and it's the exchange of this great fear for great joy, because a savior was born. The savior would grow into a man who lived without sin, and that God-man sacrificed his own life for ours, paying the penalty for our sins. He accomplished the standard that we couldn't. He achieved something that we couldn't pay. It's also important for us to note that this announcement was not given in the palaces of Jerusalem. It, it was not made to the re religious elite. It, it was announced to commoners like us, people that were ordinary people, people that had normal jobs. It was announced to commoners, ordinary men like you and me. And, and, and what we see in Scripture is that God's Son did not only he not only came to seek and to save the rich or to make provision for the good people in society because there are none. He came to seek and to save the lost. Scripture tells us that he came for all of us. It was those commoners who were given the privilege of being the first to visit and see this baby lying in a feeding trough for cattle. And so they were given this sign. This unusual sign would confirm to them that the Messiah had come and what was indeed good news of great joy. But God also gave us the gift of peace on earth, we're told in that passage. When Jesus died on the cross, he not only made provision that would bring us great joy to us, but he provided forgiveness to those 
with whom he is pleased. Forgiveness that brings peace. An end of our war and our enmity with the God who created us and that we'd rebelled against. It's important that we recognize that those with whom God is pleased, they're not good people. Because none of us are good, are we? They're not churchgoers or, or those that you would look at and say, there goes someone that deserves God's glory. There's someone that goes and, and they deserve God's peace. There goes someone who, with whom God certainly is pleased with them. The Bible makes it clear that not one of us is righteous. Not one man or woman is good enough to please God. We are all sinners that fall short of God's great glory. We are all at war with God until peace is made. And the only means by which any man or woman, any boy or girl, may find favor with God is through His Son, Jesus Christ. Salvation is a gift of God's grace. Something good for which we cannot earn enough credit to receive. The Bible tells us that, that God is not pleased with our good works because ultimately we have none to offer Him that can make payment for our sins. God is pleased with those who trust in Him. God is pleased with those who accept the provision which He has made on the cross when Jesus, the Messiah, sacrificed His own life. This baby that we celebrate over the Christmas holidays grew into a man and He sacrificed His life for ours. And we all have to understand that we cannot earn a right relationship with God. You cannot earn peace. It's a gift. And you may only receive this peace on earth by placing your faith in Jesus and Jesus alone. Believe in Jesus and you will receive the gift of peace with God that, that, that he gives to those who have faith. Faith in his son, Jesus Christ. And so this is the joy and this is the peace that God gave to us on that first Christmas. I imagine gifts that he delighted to share. And he still gives those to us today in abundance. My friends, if you are here today and, and you do not know that joy, and you do not experience that peace, you can receive the greatest Christmas present of all. Right now where you're seated in that chair by placing your trust, not in your good works, not in something that you did when you were younger, not in walking down an aisle or coming to Christmas Eve service, you may place your faith in the Son of God who died for you so that you might have forgiveness of sin. There was another gift given that night. It, it was the gift... It was the gift given by the shepherds. And I would suggest to you that, that we must not miss the response of those common shepherds made on that first Christmas night. First they responded, we're told, with haste. With haste, uh, after, after they, they said, let us, let us go and see, uh, they, they, said, you, they said, let us go and see, you, you and I also, we need to respond in the same way with such enthusiasm for the message that God has made known to us. If you've not become a Christian by placing your faith in Jesus, my friend, God cherishes a heart that would run to him because of his announcement of such good news. And if you are a believer, you also and I also, we need to continue to seek our God with such enthusiasm. And, and as we celebrate Christmas and we give and we receive gifts and as we consider the gift that God has given to us, might this Christmas be no exception to the enthusiasm of coming before our God and Savior and with haste, saying, let us go and see. But secondly, also, the shepherds made known what had be, been told to them. 
Like the shepherds who received good news of great joy of, and the announcement of God's peace on earth, we also have a responsibility to proclaim the good news to others. We have the responsibility of proclaiming the good news of the one who was born in Bethlehem and died on a cross. And so let us be faithful to share the gift of proclaiming this good news. And then finally, the shepherds also returned to their field and were told that when they did so, they went glorifying and praising God. My friends, as we gather to worship tonight, God has given you this incredible gift of his grace that comes through his son. This gift brings joy, great joy. It brings peace. And so as we go on our way, may we never neglect to give him praise for all that he has done for us. This is an appropriate gift for the King of Kings. It's an appropriate gift that we would do so with haste to see and to know, that we would, that we would proclaim his glory and that we would also reflect on his glory and praise him. It's an appropriate gift for the Lord of Lords who gave himself for us. That first Christmas was a night to give. God gave his son, Jesus, the Messiah, that we might have great joy, that we might have peace with him even while living on earth, and that we might proclaim and praise him who has been so good to us all. I invite you to stand with us. Let's continue in worship as we sing praises to this great God together. Mm -hmm.